Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Wednesday, June 7th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, more drama for House Republicans. Number two, the fight for more Pentagon funding. And number three, the latest on Julie Sue's nomination status. All right, Jake, let's get into it. Who would have thought that there would be more drama after the debt limit deal negotiations than before it? But wow, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy really finding uh, conservatives in a in a bit of a, a real tizzy. Yeah, so there's a few a few things to think about here. Um, let's talk about what happened first. Yesterday, Republicans had a, a bill on the floor um, or a rule on the floor. So what precedes a bill to... Um, Basically, to you know, ban the Biden administration from banning stoves. This is a an issue that the right is particularly worked up about. Um, there, there's been no effort to ban stoves, but I think there's been efforts nationwide to um, uh, phase out gas stoves for you know in some in some places. So. A rule, which, as many of you guys who are listening know, uh, allows the leadership to bring a bill to the floor. Now, in the morning, there was a a closed Republican meeting. Everything was cool. McCarthy was saying, we're going to move on. We've got all these issues we got to deal with. Conservatives left the meeting, for the most part, being like, yeah, you know, what happened happened. Let's move on. So they bring this rule to the floor and 10 people, 12 people or 10, 11 people vote against it. Um, now they voted against it for a host of reasons. The number one, the most basic is they're still pissed off about this debt limit deal. Um, they say that the leadership left too many priorities on the side. They did too many, you know, they, they are upset that there's a coalition forming, which is such nonsense. There was a coalition that did form between House Republicans and House Democrats, and they wanted to remind McCarthy that actually the coalition needs to be conservatives in the House among each other, not Republicans and Democrats. Um, And listen, there's some truth to what the right is saying here in that they might not be able to remove McCarthy as speaker, or they might, I don't know. But but what they can do on a nearly daily basis, or let's even be more charitable to the leadership, a weekly basis, they can um, block bills from coming to the floor if they don't like what's going on. Now, they had no problems with the underlying stove thing bill but that what they wanted to show was that they were pissed off about the debt limit deal and a separate bill uh georgia congressman andrew clyde a republican had a bill that would limit the uh uh, atf i believe's ability to um uh regulate pistol braces which is a bill that Clyde had and he wanted it to come to the floor and it's not coming to the floor until next week instead of this week. Um, Now the leadership says it was always coming to the floor next week for a variety of reasons. But you know, Anna, I mentioned this in the bottom of the top this morning, unless it was cut out by, by somebody at some point of the editing process, the details here don't matter. They don't matter why they did. This doesn't matter. The fact is that they did it and they can do it. And it, it just again proves um, that the leadership is severely hamstrung by the right and their whims and their feelings and and 
and it limits McCarthy's ability. And thank God for McCarthy. This is after the debt limit. Um, but it limit McCar- it limits McCarthy's ability in a certain respect to get things to get things done, and his limits his ability to maneuver. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I it's to your point, it's not really about the substance of the bills, right? This is a, a frustration and a way for uh, the conservatives to show McCarthy that they can put him in his place. That it's not he can't just do what he wants to do, and they're going to kind of go along to get along. They haven't done the motion to vacate. That obviously would be the most aggressive tactic uh, to kind of showcase their displeasure. Uh, but this is something, to your point, I actually think in some ways is it's a tactical um you know thing that that keeps McCarthy in power but was will certainly if they continue to do this frustrate him and his leadership team because you know they want to get things done they want to get you know have these priorities uh, and the question will be you know is there a, a frustration with more of the Republican conference? I think, you know, do they say like, okay, you've had your kind of temper tantrum now, like it's time to get back to business. We get it. You were pissed about this debt limit deal. It's time to move on. Or is this something to your point? Are they going to start to try to kind of push the pain on a weekly daily basis for McCarthy and his team? You know, I think that's the big question. When do they kind of say like, all right, it's time to move on as the leadership team is saying, or do they say, no, actually, you know what, we're going to, we're going to make you, feel this for quite a while. And is it going to make the leadership's life more difficult? I didn't mention this, this in, in the newsletter this morning, but I'll say it. I'll say it here. Republicans don't whip these rules. They don't traditionally don't. Rules are are considered um, party unity measures for the most part. Non-controversial um, for the yeah, most part. Especially, right. Your even better point that you're making on a, a stove bill that is never going to get into law. Um, will never will be summarily ignored by the Senate. Um, they don't. They wouldn't whip this. Will they have to start whipping these things? Maybe. I mean, um, uh, there's a lot of finger pointing in the leadership right now and at the leadership around the leadership. Um, and, and to answer your question, I don't. I don't know whether they'll do this on a weekly basis. But this is a. Um, this is a. You know, some in the leadership called this a temper tantrum on the right. I understand the frustration that would lead one to say that. Um, but um, it just shows that they, if they don't get their way, they could be they could be destructive to the leadership's priorities. And um, that is a that that's something. And remember, and we'll get more into this in the coming days and weeks. But there's yeah, the debt limit deal's done. But there's a lot of stuff that's going on. FAA uh, needs to be renewed. FISA, Farm Bill, um, government 12 funding. 12 appropriations bills. <laughs> yeah, 12 appropriations bills that they said they're going to pass. Um, and and if you can't, you know, all of these at the end of the day will require compromise. Um, if they're going to get into law. If they're not going to get into law, they could just spend the next, you know, whatever it is, the next year and a half just kind of, doing messaging bills and that might be fine for some people um but uh, you know we've mentioned this in the past these people don't have a problem with mccarthy some of them do but as much as they have a problem with the facts of governing that when you control just the house not the senate not the presidency you are limited in your ability to get things that you want done 
All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning, Jake. Really interesting reporting uh, by Andrew Desiderio on Senate Republicans doubling down on defense funding uh, and the fact that they want to increase it despite the fact that Speaker Kevin McCarthy uh, has said no. I mean, this is going to be a massive, massive you know, kind of fight. I, I, you just see it brewing, right? A day ago, McCarthy telling us that he wouldn't entertain efforts to circumvent the $886 billion defense cap mandated in the debt limit bill. Senate Republicans uh, and some Democrats are, are taking Mitch McConnell's side here and pushing for a funding package centering on Ukraine. I, I mean, you just see the contours of this fight in, you know, as related to what you already have going in the House on the debt limit and how this is going to be just a, a huge issue. And and I think there's some recognition before getting to Senate Republicans sticking with McCarthy for a second. There's some recognition that McCarthy is very limited here, at least recognition among McCarthy allies and people in the House that if he were to put a Ukraine funding bill on the floor or a Pentagon funding bill on the floor, that could be a big problem for him. Um, but Senate Republicans, and as Andrew points out quite um, uh, starkly here, have a, a a lot of feelings about what McCarthy is and is not doing when it comes to Pentagon funding. They feel like the bill was that the the debt limit bill was woefully inadequate when it comes to defense. That Ukraine is going to need more money for its counteroffensive against Russia in the coming months. Whenever that starts, the administration, to be clear, has not asked for this money yet, and they'll have to ask for the money before Congress appropriates it. But but the the, the coming clash between Senate Republicans and the White House and Senate Republicans and the House Republicans, rather, on Ukraine funding is going to be is going to be epic because McCarthy, as we reported yesterday morning, is just not interested in this kind of thing, is not interested in a, in a Ukraine funding bill. He thinks he has a deal he and he does have a deal on, on defense caps and that deal needs to stick in place, needs to be in the in, needs to be adhered to. That eight hundred and eighty, uh, eight hundred eighty-six or eight hundred eighty-eight, eight hundred eighty-six billion dollar. What's a couple billion dollars between? I friends? mean, here or there, you know. I mean, you could fund the two billion dollars because you're a billionaire. But yeah, um, right. <laughs> <laughs> so no, but the um, the. the, the he feels like this deal shouldn't be circumvented, and it sh they should be working within the caps. Going to be interesting to watch. And Andrew and I are actually interviewing. Um, Senate Appropriations Vice Chair Susan Collins tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. You can still RSVP for that at our events hub, and we will certainly be getting into this because she was she's been very involved. She's in one of the key players. I mean, exactly. and by the way, Anna, just to, to be clear here, um, Collins was one of the people who was deeply involved in these negotiations last week to to speed up or or what Republicans would get in change for in exchange for speeding up the process on the debt limit bill. She has issues about about maritime readiness for the United States, about warships, about Ukraine. So uh, an incredibly timely interview. All right, let's move on to the number three story of the morning. Julie Sue, we've been talking about her nom for uh, for quite a while. The acting secretary of labor facing an unusual situation today. Her nomination still hanging in the balance, but at the same time, she's going to be testifying in front of a House committee uh, where she's certainly going to be grilled by House Republicans uh, over what's happening at the Labor Department. But this is a an ongoing, uh, you know, kind of nomination in, in, uh, where the administration really has not. We've not seen any movement by the moderate Democrats who would need to support her uh, in order to get her over the finish line. But it just seems very stalled out at this point. 
yeah, uh, I'm not sure where it's going to go. A lot of people are skeptical um, that she'll ever become labor secretary. Count me as one of those people based on our reporting on the Senate side. Um, because uh, I, I just don't, I don't know. Does does Manchin support her? Joe Manchin support her? Does Cinema support her? It doesn't look like any Senate Republicans are going to support her. A lot of them seem out of the out of the mix on this. Um, but labor is pushing hard. Um, but at some point, they're going to have to either pressure. You know, one of two things is going to happen here. The White House is either going to ask Schumer to schedule it for a floor vote uh, to see where people stand, because you know, until there's a uh, a um, action forcing mechanism people could just say i don't know i'm still considering it like look at what john tester says in the newsletter still considering it is it ever going to come up for a vote or something like that um uh so until there is a um uh until there is a a moment that they have to make a decision they're not going to make a decision the other thing that could happen is they could just pull her i don't think they're going to want to pull her but um uh I, I think it's possible that that happens at some point or they just try to force a vote. As I said before, like, you know, uh, I don't think any Republicans are going to be uh, on board here. All right. We will have to wait and see. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. If you like the Daily Punch, share it with your friends. It's the best way for folks to find out about us. You can also sign up for our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe. <laughs>